What's up, my dudes and dudettes? <laughs> Just being funny. Thanks for being funny with me. Cloud with you back here. What I'm doing is I'm recording a big batch of these episodes. So I just recorded yesterday's just a couple minutes ago. Um, and I'm doing this well in advance. So in, in your past, my future, this is to go along with what you would have hopefully have heard your past Sunday, three days ago, is the sermon on First John, the very first one called Love is the Brand. And so we're going to go along with that. Now, I believe that one's going to be called, and it has been called in your instance, uh, Love Love Obeys. And we talked about obedience. So I'm kind of riffing off of that, this this theme of obedience. We, we, we pulled that out of the first chapter of John. And again, we're going to read here. Uh, the, the first chapter is only 10 verses. We've talked about those in the last two episodes. And then today we're talking about just the first two verses in chapter 2 uh, when it comes to obedience. So we talked about Love Obeys. And then we don't always do what we believe, so we need to confess that. And we're going to talk a little bit about that more today. Now, First John chapter 2, verses 1 through 2, we use this superlative all the time. But we always say, hey, this is the best verse in the Bible. This is the, but for real, this is the one of the most comforting verses and ideas in the whole Bible, especially to the Christian life, how comforting this verse is. So let's go ahead and read it. First John chapter 2. Verses 1 through 2. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And not only for our sins, but also for the sins of the whole world. And since we have extra time, that was the NIV. I'm going to read it out of the ESV as well. My little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also the sins of the whole world. And so, you know, again, that's super comforting because we, we spent yesterday's episode talking about how, like, our confessional beliefs don't always match up to what we practice and how frustrating that is in the Christian life, and we need to confess that. And that salvation, first and foremost, isn't automatic. you got to confess your sins to put your faith in Christ, for him to die for you on the cross, right? You become a Christian. But then the life of a Christian is one of confession uh, because we don't, we continue to sin and we struggle with that. So we need to confess, appropriate or apply or confess that we need Jesus in the first place over and over again. We don't become Christians over and over again, but we appropriate or we apply the 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 salvation experience to our daily life because it's not yet fully complete this side of heaven this side of eternity and so going along with that we see that man we're we're supposed to obey like what we do matters we're supposed to obey love true if you have true love you obey what god has said and so he writes that i i write so that you may not sin like don't sin stop doing that do good things not bad things right we need to be reminded of that continually, especially this first audience. Don't sin. But then, if you do, man, you've got an advocate. This this courtroom drama where you have a lawyer constantly advocating for you in Jesus Christ the person. And more than that, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. You have an advocate. So that if anyone does sin, you're covered, man. Or lady. He's the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And so that should comfort us. That's the first point is this is the most one of the most comforting verses in the Bible. 
Then number two, going along with the the sermon this past Sunday, uh, talking about obedience, and it's like you got to obey. Well, do you do that perfectly? No, duh. But in another sense, yeah. And that's a complicated thing. So you know how people say perfect people don't go to heaven, you know, forgiven ones do, and and that's totally true. I mean, I get the the sense in which that's being said, but also in another sense, a different sense, you could say in a sense that, yeah, perfect people do go to heaven. So number one, this is a comforting verse. Number two, perfect people go to heaven. And I'm qualifying that. And I mean that to be kind of like, whoa, wait, what do you say? Perfect people do go to heaven. You think about this and it's like, I'm writing this so you don't sin, but obviously you're going to. So what do you do when that happens? Well, you confess it. And then you rest because you have an advocate with the Father, who's our judge, in Jesus Christ, who is the person that sacrificed for our sins. Now, in the NIV, it says in verse 2, he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. It's a great translation. It's talking about the atonement or the payment for sin. It's already been paid in full. Jesus is the God-man. He's fully God and he's fully man. So your sin problem is his, his sacrifice is more than sufficient to pay for your debt past, present, and future sins, right? Yay. Amen. He's atoned for you. Now in the ESV, I like this translation too. Y'all know it's one of my favorites, but it uses this word propitiation. And that's a great word. And I, I, I love this translation and we should talk more about this word. This is a highly important word. Whereas the NIV talking about, Hey, we're talking about atonement. This is the atoning sacrifice. ESV uses this churchy word. And it's like, what does that even mean? Let's just explain it in more simple terms. But the ESV keeps it the propitiation. Now, when we're talking about atonement, the payment of sin, people debate this as whole religious terms and all that. You can look these terms up. But when you're talking about atonement, you have this idea of multiple things. First of all, this this word called expiation. Expiation means basically making reparations or taking away guilt. So, when it comes to the atoning sacrifice, the atonement, there's the idea of expiation. That's part of it. Jesus takes away our guilt. He makes God's wrath, like he, t- he takes that and takes it away, right? So now you're, if you've been, if you had your guilt expiated, then it's been taken away. Does that make sense? So it's been taken away. The bad stuff taken away. Expiation. But that's not enough because... I mean, it's just, it's not enough to have the holy, righteous, perfect one just not be mad at you. And that's it. Well, you got to be, he's got to be pleased with you too. And that's where propitiation comes in. Expiate takes away guilt. Expiate, it makes it, it goes away. Propitiation brings something. It's, it's appeasing. It's pleasing God. It's propitiation is, is not only taking away guilt, but adding his pleasure, his, he's pleased with you. And so when it comes to the atoning sacrifice, we have expiation and propitiation. And so that's why I love this word in verse two, as translated in the ESV, he is the propitiation for our sins. Amen. You know, when people say, well, perfect people don't go to heaven, forgiven people do. Well, that's true. But also you are in a sense, positionally perfect because he, you've been, your, your sin You've had a propitiation of that on the cross. Jesus took away the wrath of the Father. Not only that, but he also brought in uh, appeasement. He, he appeased God the Father. He pleases God the Father. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. 
And that's you. If you're in Christ and you're in a right relationship with him, you have an advocate, you have expiation, you have propitiation. You stand positionally perfected, justified in God's presence. Yeah, it's the already but not yet. We still sin intrinsically this side of heaven on earth. We still sin. But at the end of the day, his sacrifice was enough. It's sufficient. It's huge. You see that at the end of verse 2. Not only for ours, but also the sins of the whole world. That's a big sacrifice. Obviously, not everybody's saved. That's talking about all without distinction, not all without exception. We can get into that later. But he's talking about this huge sacrifice of fully God, fully man Jesus being a pleasing sacrifice for you, right? John writes, man, don't sin. You don't have to. If you do, you're covered, man. So let that be fuel to obey and to to work out, not work for your salvation. I hope. I know it's been all religiously jargony, theological today, but I hope that's been encouraging ultimately for you as you continue to walk out this life. Y'all have a great day. Walk with confidence. You have an advocate in Jesus Christ, the righteous. He's the propitiation, guys. Y'all have a good day. We'll see you on the next episode. 